Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Blood on the Bayou, the finale uh, of the Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle. We are running here on Final Show Films. My name is Julia, and I will be your storyteller for the evening. I'm joined today by a wonderful cast who I have gotten to know and love over the past oh, 10 months. Wow. Yeah, yeah, let that sink in. Um, and uh, we will start our introductions of those wonderful people today with Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Catriona, a uh, lawyer and, and necromancer for Clan Giovanni. Um, something witty. I don't know. <laughs> and Drevian? Drevian, I play Simon DeLuca, the <clears throat> Taylor. And Austin? Hey, I'm Austin, and I'm playing Rahab Graber, the Kaitif nurse. And Shani? I'm Shani, and I'm playing Guaya Vincente, the Arsamite sorceress, slayer of bishops and Methuselahs. And Katie. Hi, I'm Katie. I'm playing Mercy Ransom, the Toreador tour guide and primogen. And as always, Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights, eat the rich, fuck the Supreme Court, get out of the country if you can. Driven drag. Or, yes. Also, learn to play fiddle. Um, oh, I got that. <laughs> Took me a second. Rome is burning, y'all. <laughs> All right. So. Oh, my God. Speaking of which, vampires in New Orleans. Vampires in New Orleans. Vampires. Because <laughs> vampires make everything better. I'm just saying. Right now, New Orleans ain't doing much better in our world. <laughs> no, it's not. Speaking of, darkness has fallen on New Orleans. The past 10 days have been a whirlwind of blood, fire, and fang. Five unlikely individuals were gathered and formed into a coterie with the only common ground between them being that they were kindred. Having been drafted by the sheriff of the city, Destiny, our coterie began investigating what, at first seemed to be a garden variety murder that ended up being the key that unlocked the Pandora's box of events that followed. These events became massively more important as it was revealed that the inner circle, the highest ranked individuals in the Camarilla, will be holding their 13-year meeting in the city. Meeting with Destiny, the group learned of a warehouse containing what was described by the past forgotten locals of, as a nine-foot-tall winged monster, which turned out to be Bilobog a Methuselah of Clan Zamache. Learning that Bilobog was not the only Methuselah walking around the city, um, the forever youthful, civil Methuselah and perhaps direct descendant of Lysambra himself, along with her guard dog, Alexei, were revealed as the masterminds behind the events happening in attempts to resurrect Sybil's father. 
Snakes and rats began to show themselves in the webs of conspiracy that was the local Camarilla court. Alexander Ward, the Tremere keeper of Elysium, working directly for Sybil and relaying court secrets, managed to go from Simone's most wanted um, back to the keeper of Elysium and potentially the new Tremere primogen. Madame Morgan St. Julien, the Tremere primogen, gave secrets to Sybil as well as enslaving Guire's wife, Azra, and removed memories from, from the prince, was then vanquished by said prince. Jonathan Kellerman, a.k.a. the curator, another mole for the Sabbat, sire of the abused Anya, destroyed by the prince. Elena Giovanni, fence for Sybil and the Sabbat, currently being held hostage by Catriona. Elena Moreau, sister of the amnesiac Mercy Ransom, formerly Delilah Moreau, defeated and repurposed as Mulch by Mercy, Cat, and Simon. Destiny, the sheriff, was another rat among the Camarilla, currently on probation with Simone, leading the security team in charge of protecting the inner circle. As events continued, the opposition made themselves known. Sybil and Alexei, a small child and her apparent keeper, extremely powerful yet prone to ego and slight madness. Sybil organized for a mirror to be brought into the city to wake her father, Lysambra. Both met their ends at the hands of Guire, Alexei first, then Sybil after she was turned mortal by a drought of vitality obtained from a less than reputable Tremere. A new enemy in the form of Ravnos named Glory, who was later revealed to be the Archbishop of the Sabbat, uh, then arose. Glory continued Sybil's onslaught against the city of New Orleans, yet began to lose the tide when our coterie, along with the members of Plan Tremere and the security brigade, levied a response against them. During the event, Bailabog fell to Guire, Azra, and Rahab. Fleeing, Glory lived to fight another day, though that day came quickly. Glory being destro destroyed by Guire in Lake Pontchartrain. And the night of the big event is upon us. The coteries in their assigned positions and plans are unfolding. The moon is high and the kine are out in droves. Our camera pans to roughly two blocks from the Lake Pontchartrain Causeway. Uh, Rahab and Murchisee approached Nero, a tall, rather muscular man, um, with a slicked back black hairstyle, who is currently wearing a pair of camouflage pants tucked into boots and nothing else. <clears throat> As the two of you approach the, uh, not only Nero, but the gaggle of uh, vampires from the security team that he has, his eyes are drawn up from a makeshift table that has a roadmap of New Orleans on it as he looks to see the two of you. Ah, uh, you are the people that uh, Destiny has sent, correct? That is correct. Nero. Mercy. You will extend a massive hand. Rehab. <clears throat> it's a pleasure to meet both of you. Uh, where are you at with? And he will just gesture to the to the roadmap. 
how how up to date on things are you? Uh, as up to date as one can possibly be. Well, specifically, you were told you were given the basics of what you needed to get where you are, and told that Nero would explain the rest. That's right. I Thank know that there are important people coming, and that we're going to go meet two of them. We were told you would have the rest of our information. We were given the basics. All right, but this is okay. This is okay. So we have two major places you can be. You can either be on on the causeway or you can be further in. Okay. On the causeway or at the causeway exit is going to be probably where there will be more damage. If there's going to be a frontal assault, that's where it's going to happen. At the exit? The full entrance into New Orleans. And what does further in mean? Uh, he will bring you over to the map and point to a spot roughly two miles down the road. And it's at Looking at the map at this point, you can see the intricate web of roads and construction and everything with a single, very obvious, big black line drawn. Uh, like a route? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, which goes basically straight down. Um Causeway Boulevard mm -hmm. uh, until it veers off onto 90 and there's a few other turns, but it doesn't look, the route itself does not look too complicated. Okay. And would we be directly essentially with these? I'm sorry, what are they called again? Just the cars. And what does that mean? Forgive her. She's new. How new? <laughs> I'm 26, oh, and I was alive for 25 of those. That new. Um... Think of the Justicars like CEOs. Except much more deadly and much worse. Actually, no, I take that back. The Justicars are probably more humane. <laughs> okay. So are we needed for... You want us to be stationed? You want us to run escort? Uh, I have a few members who are planning on running escort. Uh, I have a few members who are wanting to take to rooftops. So mm -hmm. uh, you can either stay and man a single position uh, until your duty is done, or you can follow along, whichever you prefer. The more eyes we have on 
them as as it goes better. I think I think I can travel. I don't do much from a distance. Nero will just sort of eye you up and down, Mercy. How fast do you run? How fast do you need me to run? I like you. All right, little one. He will say pointing at Rahab. What does your skill set? Um, well, I'm polite, I'm cordial, and I pray. You can drive a moped. Um, was was Nero not there? I thought Nero was there at the the big. Oh, he thing. was. Wait, you are the. I recognize you now. Okay, hold on. Mm-hmm. Are the two of you right splitting up, or do you want to stay with your coterie mate? Up to you, Rahab. I mean, if I have to do my thing, we'll end up split up anyway. Um, yeah, if she does her party trick, I really don't want to be in the vicinity. Then you will stay at the causeway. You you will run along. You can either choose rooftop or, or on foot, on the ground. Your choice. I think I do on the ground. All right. Um, the two individuals that are going to be also just to get some clarification, if I do have to you to um, invoke holy wrath upon vampires, I don't think the Justicars would take very kindly to that, right? Mm, no, okay. no. You 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 want to make you may want to say that for a incredibly special occasion. That's mm. not this. <laughs> So the uh, we are going to be dealing with Molly and Diana. Um, I am not entirely sure their dispositions towards each other, but I can tell you that um, Diana is fire uh, incarnate. I'm honestly surprised that Molly was uh, for this because it was thought that she was killed in Venice. I heard that rumor. Yes, that's all it was. It seems like sometimes you can't, uh, no matter how many bullets you shoot at uh, a rat, they stay up. There's some pretty resilient ones. Mm, to say the least. The uh, 
Nosferatu are interesting. And he will check his watch. All right, everybody start getting into places. They should be arriving within the next 10 to 15 minutes. So, you're the one, uh, I have a group of 10. He, he whistles and one of the, uh, one of the other vampires comes over, starts talking to him for a second, and then he just starts walking into the city. Uh, you and those nine will be at the, uh, the causeway. The entrance to the city. You'll be on the lookout for a did he say stretch? Be on the lookout for a black limo. Okay. Uh, there will be a red shield painted on the side. Start running. He buys one at all times. Can do. And our camera shifts. Hi. I forget. It was Simon and uh, Guire at Simon and uh, Cat at the airport. It was Simon and Cat at the airport. airport. Okay, that's it. Guire is alone in the bayou. Well, alone with yeah. Azra. So it at- sounds like a game of Clue. <laughs> Simon and Cat at the airport with the suicide bomber. <laughs> So what? What suicide? Who? What? I don't what? know what you're talking about. Dwyer, as you pull up to a dirt road in the uh, deep in the bayou, a couple miles outside of New Orleans, actually. Um, as you stop your motorcycle, you see Tanya and roughly about twenty people that she is talking to a makeshift table made out of two sawhorses and a piece of wood that they found from you have no idea where. Um, I mean, there are trees in this bayou. Yep, just just planted on the side, not too far from the side of the road. Um, She's currently going over the map with a number of uh, extremely interested individuals. That uh, giant broadsword still in the sheath on her back. And she, her, her face ticks up as she sees, as she hears you coming. <clears throat> Glad you made it. Black I'd miss this. It is the event of the season. So, what do the grand plans look like? Well, um, a lot of it's going to be, um, well, how quick are you? <laughs> on foot or on motorcycle? One and the other. How quick you need me to be? Fast enough to keep up with a moving car, but still able to stay hidden enough to not bring too much attention from the kind. I can probably do that. Oh, wait, you're, yeah, you're able to go invisible, aren't you? She just grins. 
Nazimites. So um, I don't know what the other two are doing, but my plan is fairly simple. Um, we are just going to stay in the trees. We're going to stay out of sight. We're going to keep eyes on the target. And we want, I want us to move as a unit. I want us to, to stay on top of each other. If something happens, call out to your to your fellow squad mates. I don't care if you get attacked by a gator. I don't care if you get shot by a sabat. Let us know so we can handle it. Because silence will kill this group. Silence will kill a lot more than that, but... We have a fairly straight path. Uh, as as soon as we actually get to New Orleans, um, what's the entrance vector for our friends? How are they coming in? Uh, they are actually coming through. Uh, currently, you are not too far from. And I'll never be able to pronounce the names here. I'm not from New Orleans, so don't yell at me. Uh, the eastern side of Lake uh, Katawachi. And uh, we'll be uh, hopefully heading up and then taking a few turns to get on to 90. And then from there, it's pretty much a, well, I'd like to say straight shot, but it's not. Um, it's an easy route to follow. Yeah, but how are they getting here? Oh, oh, okay. I misunderstood. Uh, yes. Um, simple black town car. That kind of thing doesn't sound like it holds up well in the bayou. Mm, I don't doubt it. I, <laughs> I'm sure they've had their own issues. <laughs> if I had to guess, they're probably at each other's throats. Yeah, we got the two most volatile people in the same vehicle. Yeah, um... Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Uh, and then it, if they were smart, they would have taken a they would have taken a hydroplane all the way up the lake to get to a meeting point to then get off on the road and have a vehicle ready. I'm really hoping that's what they did, but all I was told is black town car. So they ain't local. They don't know shit about a hydroplane. No, they don't. You would think Simone would have set up some. Never mind. I can't talk yellow of the prince. You think they'd listen to Simone? You have a point. It doesn't matter if she said anything or not. Okay. Um... She'll pull out her cell phone. We have about 10 minutes before they're supposed to arrive. Um, 
Everybody make sure all of your guns are fully stocked. Make sure any weapons that you have are easily accessible. Um, if you believe in a god, pray to it. I think I'm pretty certain I've killed a couple people's gods in the past few days. When this is all said and done, you and I are going to sit down, we're going to have a drink, and we're going to talk. Because I want to know what it's like to take down a Methuselah. There's a small amount of murmurs throughout the crowd, which is silenced the moment Azra just sort of looks over at everyone. Well, when you get down to it, about the same as taking down anything else, only you got to watch out that, uh, well, you ain't the one going down first. enough but I got stories to share if you want me to be bombastic but that's for later good okay everybody get ready so our camera shifts Simon, Cat, how are the two of you getting to the airport? I realize I stuck the two individuals who have no actual mode of transportation together. That's fine. So, that's fine. That's fine. Simon. Um, to be fair, there are only two modes of transportation among the six, five of us. <laughs> so after the, so we left towards the end of the last session. One of Simon's retainers went off to deliver a package. Mm -hmm. When that happened, Simon will go to his other retainer and see if he wants to play chauffeur. Mm, yeah, I got nothing better to do. I mean, fantastic. It's just we need to go pick up an, an associate and then head to the airport. So, nothing well. drastic. He will go over and flip the sign to. He, he he goes to flip it to closed, and then takes the sign down and then puts up one of those "We'll be back in so many minutes" signs and just sets it to an hour. Awesome. And he drives you over to Cats. Simon will walk up to the front door and knock. So, yeah, Cat will not be there. Cat has taken an Uber there. Fantastic. Because Cat needs to get some stuff, needs to have some stuff happen first. So, how long are you going to wait, Simon, before you just are like, all right, she's not coming? Like two, three minutes. And then we'll go back out down down to the car. Like, apparently, they're not here at the. She's not here at the moment. No. I suppose she'll get to the airport on her own. Well, that's her own problem. So, shall we? Absolutely. You have a fairly uneventful ride to the the airport. Cat. Yep. 
You have Ubered to the airport. I have Ubered to the airport with, I believe, a possessed person. Yep. Who has a bomb in a backpack. So once we arrive, (coughs) step out of the car. I'm just going to look over to, I don't even, I'm going to look over to Walter and just say, follow me. We will get you past security. Okay. And I am going to, I'm going to go to, um, like, not, What's the, the, the basically the 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 area of the airport where like freight gets loaded in, like mm-hmm. where where you know what I mean? Loading bay. Yeah, yeah, Loading exactly. Bay. Loading dock. Um, where you, you you security might be a little bit more lax, uh, and I am uh, <clears throat> let. Let Walter just pass through, and I'm going to, before he walks up, I'm going to walk up to the whoever it is that's running the, the, um, uh, 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 x-ray, basically. These are words. I know what the words are. They're just buried in the back of my head. Yes. Uh, yes, uh, hi, excuse me, can I, I, I need help with something. Uh, how, how can I help you? Uh, as soon as eyes are connected, uh, I am going to dominate them. Okay. Would you like to spend a willpower? Uh... You know what? Uh, yes, because I don't think I'm gonna need. I'm not gonna be casting a whole lot, so I c- I can spend a little power on this. Uh, what is my diff? It is full sentence, so it is mesmerize. Okay. What's their willpower? Uh, five. Five. Okay. What I'm going to tell them is, when this person goes through, you're going to let them through. And forget what you say, not even look at the uh, 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 what they're carrying or what's being scanned. All right. Uh, and that is four successes. Fantastic. So you say your words and they have weight as they exit your mouth. And you just see his eyes sort of glaze over for about half a second, just about how long it would take for him to process that sentence. All right, yeah. Uh, go ahead and lead him, lead him through this way. Perfect. Uh, and I go back to Walter. Once you get through, there might be some other things you have to evade. That's on you. Just make sure you get in position at the right time so you can play. Alrighty, and uh, it, it, remind me again where the position was. 
we have the we have what flight what because I'm assuming it's a private plane. Yeah, yeah, we have where I'm going to give them that location, that that boarding. All right, I will. Spot. On my way. I just got to say how nice it is to actually have fingers again. Okay, so. Uh, what you about 10 15 minutes should uh check my with that about right yeah yes all right i will be don't go don't pop off until you see them and how close do you want me close enough to do damage not close enough to kill you wouldn't anyways, but close enough to scare them. Fair enough. All right, boss. I have the utmost faith in you. Translation, Me? I have zero faith in you. <laughs> and he I'm will, not going to say it, but... He will wander off. Perfect. And I will go around and I will wait at the front. Hey, a false sense of confidence is better than no confidence at all. In about two or three minutes, a car pulls up and Simon steps out. We'll wave like I am a person at the airport, just waiting, just waving to somebody who has come by. Just waiting for the for the the you know the security detail vampires that are already here, like at every other location, to just shoot Walter down before he gets anywhere. I mean, is it possible? Yes, but that will also have accomplished what I need to have accomplished. So, Simon, would I like would I like a bombing at an airport to happen? Yes. Does it need to happen for what I'm trying to accomplish? No. I would like to remind the NSA agent who's listening to this stream that these are legally jokes. <laughs> these are legally great story out of context. <laughs> yeah, someone's <laughs> going to clip that. <laughs> I like a bombing at the airport, yes. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know how many lists you were on before, Jeremy, but listen, I just added a few. Listen. I've I, I I have run plots for World of Darks and stuff for years online. If there is a watch list out there for things I have Googled, I am on them. <laughs> I mean, I'm a, I'm a true crime fan. I don't even want to know. Yeah, exactly. That too. Online. Also that. <laughs> I'm just imagining this your own personal case. Oh, it's it's Jeremy again. It's Whatever. Jeremy, it's fine. <laughs> like, Probably playing some one of one of them games. It's like, oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> All right, yeah, he's fine. Uh. So Simon getting out of the car sees sees um cat turns back to the car. Well, yeah, she did get her on here on her own. Thank you. I'll see you back at the shop later tonight. Yep. Fantastic. Hopefully your night is uneventful. Hopefully yours is too. <clears throat> I smile and wave. Smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. Simon walks over to Cat. <laughs> Sorry, I hope you didn't. I didn't leave you waiting anywhere. I had some things that I now <clears throat> personal business to attend to. 
that's perfectly fine. We we stopped by your house to make sure that you were able to get here, but yeah. that's not that far out of the way from the shop. Right. So. Who exactly are we meeting here again? Simon. I, once we get inside, like away from the big gaggle of people outside. Yeah. Like walking in, Simon will comment about who we're meeting and where we were supposed to meet them at the airport. You two are picking up Ventru and Bruja. That should be fun. Did they have a contact they were supposed to meet here as well? See, that's the thing. I'm not remembering that I gave one. Not for the airport. I know I gave Tanya and Nero, but I'm not sure that I gave... Nope, nope. It's because Cat and Simon on their own with Ventrio Bruja. Right, Destiny was coming out this way, right? Yes. Yeah, Destiny was here for this one. Oh, Destiny has fortitude. He's a Bruja. Of course he does. That, that don't mean anything. Fortitude is not on the clan on, on the Bruja clan list. Fair. They strong I mean, motherfuckers. They are not sturdy. But I mean, like a Bruja oh, without fortitude. He probably does. He's a high. He's a. He, 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 he's he's an old and powerful Bruja. So yeah, like fortitude is probably the first non-clan discipline discipline a Bruja learns. Yeah. Simon's just glad it's a Bruja that doesn't immediately want to kill him. Yet that you know of. I said immediately. Could be biding his time. Fair. That, that's why I said immediately. No, my plan's a murder out loud. Um, I NSA agent. <laughs> As you guys head towards the specified gate uh, that you know the plane will be landing at, um, sitting rather unceremoniously just in a in one of the the seats provided destiny and around him standing, which is much more awkward, uh, about 10 individuals that you recognize from the onslaught uh, at uh, the warehouse. He sees the two of you coming. Laps his knees and stands up. All right, glad the two of you could make it. Not like you uh, had a choice. Sorry about that. So I am always happy to do what I can for the local government. So how is this going? Are we just meeting with them and accompanying them wherever they're going? Is there something we need to do? Uh, basically, we're here to make sure that they, uh, I'm going to be sending a few scouts ahead on the route, and then, uh, <sighs> two of you are not combat. Oh, if need be, I can do things. Okay. I can paralyze a motherfucker. <laughs> I can do more than paralyze the motherfucker now that I I, I, I bumped up a few a, a couple paths, but yes. Mm. Um, um 
Why does he know how to ride a motorcycle? Yes. He will dig in his pocket and toss you a set of keys. Catch him. What is our in case of in case of incident here? I'm assuming we are not bringing a cadre of 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 defense into look around at the at the highly secure airport. No, the uh, it's going to have to come down to blows and disciplines. Fair enough. Though, once we get to the uh, actual site they should land, I, I have a number of uh, tools to pass out. Good. I'm assuming that somebody's on camera duty and that sort of thing. Perfect. I actually have Agony hacking into a few of the security feeds from a uh, remote location. Fantastic. Hey. When he wants to help, he's he's fantastic. When he when he doesn't, you ever tried to pull a lion's tooth? No, I like my hands, and I don't want to regrow them. There you go. I already had to do that once in the last week. That is your own damn fault. You don't know that. <laughs> Katie's gonna say that. I don't know. <laughs> the mercy massive. After finally getting to the gate, uh, you guys take your exit and start walking onto the actual tarmac. And uh, there is not only a um, actually rather nice uh, motorcycle. But a, uh, in stark contrast, 1992 Plymouth that's just full of bullet holes. Um, Destiny walks over to the back and just pulls out a key, opens the trunk and starts handing out weapons. You two prefer pistols or rifles? I prefer something that is going to be the perfect mix of stopping power and not quite so threatening that I would be the first person targeted by who I'm shooting at. Shotgun. Perfect. I have no training with firearms. Hef's the shotgun. This brings back memories. <laughs> uh, you have training in any form of weaponry? I have practice with stabbing things with a stake. Okay. He will just reach in and hand you. It looks like roughly four pieces of rebar that have been welded together and then sharpened into a point. 
Here you go. All right. Simon takes it and probably puts it where he normally has a stake in his jacket. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, and he squints at the sky. We have about five minutes until showtime. <clears throat> Evan also squints at the sky. Um, give me perception alertness, difficulty six. Which is like difficulty two for you because your aspects. Perception alert. Two. You know, I think you could just read all of the numbers on the side of the plane. <laughs> so you you look up. You don't even really have to squint, but you see a small private jet. Um. If you had to guess, it could probably fit maybe 10 to 20 people. But given its current angle and descent, Destiny's off by about two minutes. Simon will correct Destiny. He will just shoot you a look and then just cock his shotgun. Simon just looks at him. Okay, the two individuals that we are going to be uh, escorting today are known as Lucinda. And let me get the other one's name. Uh, Manuela. Uh, I suggest you keep your mouth shut and do not say anything to offend either of them. I looked specifically at Simon. You know, you said that there was a scouting group going ahead. Would it be better if I went with them? It's not a bad idea. With my observation power and then I'm away from... Actually, no. I, th I thought you were being a smartass, but like the... No, that's a good strategy. Yeah, you're going to go with the... You're going to go with the scouting squad. <laughs> Which of the two is the venture and which of the two is the Bruja? The Bruja is Manuela Cardosa Pinto and uh, Lucinda is the Ventru. And the the air pressure changes as the plane comes in. And there's obviously that air pressure that goes outward. And the 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 loud noise of the engine as it fully descends. Now, cat. Mm-hmm. Stop. You told Walter not until he sees them, correct? Correct. Okay. They need to feel like they're physically going to be under threat. 
and actually see somebody try to blow them up as opposed to hearing it from outside from inside so as the plane comes to a halt destiny and a few others start walking over i go with and the door is open the ladder is brought down and out walk two individuals who could not look any more different. And both look just thrilled to be here. Um, the first one to exit is a fairly short, um, not as short as Rahab, but on the shorter side woman. Mm-hmm. A thick mass of black hair pulled back into a French braid. Um, a veil covering the top of her head. Uh, she's wearing a black and red Victorian style dress. And the thing that immediately draws your eye is the red sword hanging from her hip. Okay. Which is carved with names going down the, the blade. As she descends, a second figure appears. Uh, dark black hair, almost bordering on blue, bluish purple. Pale, pale skin. And in... Once again, complete contrast to the showmanship of uh, the first individual is in a black band t-shirt and ripped jeans with combat boots. Uh, A large machete hanging from one hip and a some form of machine gun on on their back. As the two of them walk down and actually get onto the ground, uh, Destiny will bow. Follow suit. Welcome to the wonderful city of New Orleans. Uh, this is my name is Destiny, and this is my security crew here to help. Uh, I know you obviously can take care of yourselves but uh, we are sparing no expense at trying to make sure the whole night goes smoothly and I need to make a roll real quick Uh I am going to be keeping attention primarily on them, but I'm doing very much like probably what security is, which is keeping my eyes out, except I know what to look for. Right. So go ahead and give me perception and alertness, difficulty eight. Okay. Best, but we'll see how this goes. 
Welp. That happened. So you're looking oh. around and you, you know I, he, I'm looking around and he's like actually creeping over the top of the airplane. <laughs> oh. This poor Uber driver. So or whatever he was. Oh, UPS. That's right. I was a UPS yeah. driver. So as you are looking and Destiny is talking to these two individuals, mm-hmm. um, you look away for the briefest of seconds, like, where the fuck is Walter? Yes. And that's when you hear a gunshot be fired. Okay. And um, the coinciding explosion. Perfect. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, shot down. Slide. He didn't. I say he didn't need to succeed. This accomplishes what I need. As Walter steps from behind the ramp. Uh huh. Takes a running charge at the two individuals. And there is the gunshot, which catches Walter in the shoulder. Okay. And then the C4 explosion. Yes. Which I now need to go and look up the damage for C4. <laughs> um, I am wondering if it's even in this book. My God. Uh, maybe. I'm going to go with a search for explosives. And then we'll go from there. Let's see. Index. Hang on. It's not there. It'll be in one of the other books. Yeah. Okay. Not in the core book. Uh, World of Darkness Armory. Explosives. Mage 20 has a... Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let me open up my Mage 20 book and then look through the 7,000 pages that it is. Uh, (laughs) Mage has all the useful equipment. We had to go to Mage to get the motorcycle stats too, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to read... I found a table online that that describes it. I'm assuming this is all accurate because it's on the Onyx Path forum. Yeah, that's um so the blast radius in terms of four in terms of amount of 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 feet, this is for suicide bombs specifically. Uh is four to six, so within 40 feet, the damage is 10 to 15 lethal damage. 10 to 15. Days. I'm assuming yeah. that's up to you. Uh, burn depends. Burn, yeah, whether it's burning or not depends. I really hope that that, that this bomb does not have burning. But if it does, I'm also kind of okay with that. So it, it's note is number five, which is strapped to or inside of user, kills user upon ignition. Also note number four. Note number four is might also be incendiary, aggravated damage and fire, or shrapnel, which is half armor protection. Yes. Okay. All right. So, 
Um, 40 feet does put you within blast radius. That's fine, because legitimately, my plan, because I knew I probably was not going to die, was to make it look like I was going to try to stop it. So I'd be setting, well, actually, legitimately, I could die if my head gets blown off for the rest of my body. But that's a risk I'm willing to take for the clan. <laughs> oh, my Getting caught in the blast said, radius. I did Getting caught in the blast radius is a pretty good I alibi. I forgot to do. Can I have spent time pumping up, quietly pumping up my stamina? I'll allow it. Okay. Are you going to hurt? get more hurt by your own intentional plans than by any act of, ed- uh, of your enemies? Absolutely. Two, three, four, five. I'll pump. So and six, six go... is the max. Six is the max you can get to without having to continuously pour blood into it. So six is where I would go then. Yeah. Um, because I didn't know how long it was going to be, and um, what am I rolling for the hit on that, or does it just happen? It, ju- it just hits. It's just oh, ten okay. to fifteen dice of damage to everyone in the radius. Okay. Now, is it dice or is it just damage? Because it's ten to fifteen dice. Okay. Sounds a lot more survivable now. Blast power is yes, as opposed to ten to fifteen damage, (laughs) which is a guaranteed death for most people. Yep. How much damage are we soaking, Julia? Oh, by that face, it doesn't look. <laughs> did I just kill a? Did I just kill a Justicar? <laughs> and flee yourself. I'm not opposed. Kill a Justicar and not, and then you somehow survive. That would be even better. Um, not like you think of you kill the Justicar and then you die with body impacting. Amazing. The thing is, in what? Soak twelve. All righty. Uh, the thing is, the Ventru definitely has fortitude, and the Bruja better have fortitude. I would be very... This Bruja would deserve to die if they didn't have fortitude, <laughs> which is auto-soaking. So, all right, I'm just going to roll. No, by non-optimal build. Oh, my God. I mean, that's a good fucking soak. Yeah, that's uh, actually. I soaked five, so I take seven, so I am incapacitated, but not, but not dead. So not I am the perfect. <laughs> that is perfect because the, who would think that somebody would set this up and be at blast radius? So, cat. Uh huh. My roll goes dark. <laughs> yes, there is very much a the gunshot draws your attention to Walter, makes eye contact with you with the largest grin on his face. <laughs> Walter has had his best day ever. <laughs> and there is no sound as he presses the button, and then there is nothing but pain and white. Perfect. And then blackness. Perfect. 
Wow. Simon. <laughs> Simon is on the ground, cover like head, like hands on his oh. head. Oh, oh, poor Simon. Uh, there is just tinnitus. There is yeah. nothing else. Listen, I want to say I feel bad, but you can't no. feel anything besides pain. Now. Yeah, your 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 eyes hurt. Your ears hurt. You fell straight to the ground like it was. Simon probably feels like it would have been more pleasant to be in the blast. At least then you'd be unconscious, be unconscious. At least, yeah. <laughs> Because with Simon's aspects, he probably felt the shockwave off of it, too. Yep. So as you lie writhing on the ground, our camera shifts. Rahab, Mercy. Yes. As the time approaches, a black town car finally exits the causeway and pulls to the side. Nero walks forward, and Rahab, you stayed, but Mercy went further in to the city, correct? That's how it went? Yes. So, Rahab, the individual, um, the window rolls down, and there are two extremely um, attractive women in the back. Okay. Um, one. Let me see if I can grab her picture real quick and do myself a favor. Cut down on. Of course. So, um, the one olive skin, a thick head of black hair done up in a, a side braid. A very professional looking um, business suit with skirt. Um, and then looking in on the other side, a she honestly looks like a teenager. Um but pale skin, a wild mass of red curls. In uh, a tank top and ripped jeans, her foot is back up against the back of the seat in front of her. And she's just got her elbow pressed against it and her holding her, her face, looking at it, Nero. There's a small bit of interaction between the three of them. <clears throat> As he's laying out the path to not only them, but he's also talking to their driver. And after about five minutes, they roll up the windows and they move on. Which is when you see a bunch of people, a bunch of the security team that you are now part of, sort of nodding their heads in rhythm, like counting. And after about 
five minutes well past when the car is gone. There is just, there is a look shared amongst everybody. And then about half of what was left, about half of the individuals who stayed at the causeway shoot off into the city. Nero is standing not too far from you. Pulls out a knife and starts cleaning underneath of his fingernails. Well, the, the weren't they a lot easier than I expected. So we just wait here. I assume you want to be at the uh, rendezvous point. Okay, I'll. I can drive you, or you have your own mode of transportation. I'm thinking about town card can uh, outspeed my moped by a lot. Yeah. Um. You know what? I'll I'll hitch a ride. Okay. A one of the other members grabs you by the shoulder and just sort of leads you to their car. And you begin driving into the city. Okay. Mercy. Yes. As you take your place, just sort of walking amongst the kind, trying to blend in while everything is going on, give me a perception alertness check. Difficulty no. seven. Perception. The observation uh, role, as Shani puts it. Because I don't embarrass myself on this roll, which means it's probably going to happen. Oh, okay. So, Not as around, you're sort of timing things in your head and just walking slowly towards the destination. And the traffic ha- is in a light, the, the traffic is light currently. And you just sort of scan your eyes over, and then you see it, that red shield on the black town car, or the black limo. And you hear a sharp whistle from another individual across the street who's made eye contact with you. Easily recognizable as another member of the security team um, who waits for the car to get roughly 100 yards away and starts bolting. I follow suit. Uh, are you are you just running or are you activating celerity? Uh, let's activate celerity for the hell of it. I will say 
there are people out. So. Masquerade concerns. Mm, yeah, but better not. Okay, then I am going to need from you. You don't get tired, so that's not the issue. Um, but I would like. Let's go Dex and Athletics difficulty seven. I know. I just said. I just said a bunch of words that Mercy doesn't like. You know, you said a bunch of words that Katie doesn't like. No. Let me do something. And spend willpower. All right, my um, my. Uh, roll 20 is decided to like to freeze. Mm. Uh, just a sit. Gotta love that. Yeah, you know, I'm, tr- I'm clicking on shit. Like, why won't you do anything? And it's still not doing anything. Uh, one moment. That was X in athletics, difficulty seven. Please let me click on shit. Gotta love technical difficulties. Oh yay! Okay. Um my 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 uh Rule better be great after all this, but we all know how likely the ho- likelihood of that that is. So, does adding a um, do I need to add anything for the willpower? Or is that just going to add on the? No, that's just you. You know that it's going to give you an auto success. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh... Well. One success. One success. Uh, So it's not that you're winded and you don't get tired, but running is definitely not your favorite thing. Um, So you are able to keep pace. It's rough and you're dodging people left and right, but you are able to keep the car in sights. And that goes on for a while. Squire. Me. About 10 minutes of waiting and a black town car caked in mud. That tracks. Uh pulls up on this dirt road. What's the build of this town car real quick? Um Lincoln. Either real quick look up the profile on that thing. So we're called the Lincoln Town Cars like the most 
absolute default town car in the world. Yeah. Are we talking like older or newer? Like, is this thing relatively sharp angled or is it rounded? Uh, it's it's newer. Okay, so more more rounded edges. Less helpful than I want it to be, but it's still doable. You want to ride this thing? Like you Don't said. tell me you're riding. Oh, I'll be the same thought. <laughs> Look, I can be invisible as long as I don't make noise. It doesn't matter. True. And I feel like I the could... noise of a car is much louder than the noise of a person riding on the car. Now all I could think of Squire just like setting on the on the hood, like laid back against the windshield, just riding along. Just <laughs> waiting. If she's literally like sitting on the windshield but invisible, she doesn't obstruct view, right? Exactly. So the, 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 the weird thing about Obfuscate is that it doesn't, technically speaking, make you invisible. What it does is basically is a perception filter. Every, everybody looking at you just doesn't process you. So if you become exceptionally obvious, like you are literally standing in front of someone's face and waving your hands, you will be noticed. Yep. Okay. So you can't sit on the windshield. I mean, you can't not. So just sits, of, just sits on the passenger side, like out of view of the driver, so the driver doesn't notice. The two individuals in the car, um, one with chestnut blonde hair that is oily and wavy, um, that looks like she has just sort of let go. Um, it is roughly shoulder length. She's wearing a button-up shirt with a tie, and a suit jacket has been thrown over her lap. The other individual, a um, a gentleman, bright red hair, full beard, um, blood red eyes wearing a long brown duster jacket and underneath a button up with a dark green sweater or a dark green vest um, tucked into uh, beige khaki Dress pants. The two two of them just sort of eyeing the group, the cavalcade of security members. But yes, uh, Guire would like to just nod to Asra to take the motorcycle because she has better obfuscate than I do and can probably hide the motorcycle too. Um, and I would like to instead just sort of like step up to the back bumper and like hook my feet in under the under the back bumper and just sort of be in, be unseen and just sort of ride it like are you letting yourself be dragged or like standing like 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 sort of at, have you ever stood on the on the back tailgate of a vehicle and yeah. just sort of yeah like that 
and just sort of like leaning off to one side, holding holding the wheel well for balance. Okay. Nice. Okay. Uh, you will see Tanya walk over to a uh, bright purple uh, motorcycle. Uh, obvious sports model. And she will hop on, kick the throttle, and then just give the symbol to round up. And it's at this point you've noticed all of the other motorcycles um, that just sort of form around the town car. And you guys begin your trek into town. Please give me dex and athletics, difficulty. Actually, mm, I'm tied whether to make you do dex or strength here. Dex. Dex and athletics, difficulty eight to hold on to the, the moving vehicle. Okay. I'll put a willpower into this. Uh... Assuming I have preternatural grace, that's two successes. Okay. So there's definitely the... You haven't done this in a hot minute, so there's that buck and you just grip onto the metal, slightly bending it, but you are able to hold on as this thing starts reaching maximum cruising within this area, which is like 50 Thing is, if those weren't ones, I would have even more successes. Right. So the camera shifts once again. Simon. <laughs> oh my God. Welcome rough, to the shit show. <laughs> after roughly two minutes, you would guess your hearing starts to unclog a, li a little bit, and the white has left your eyes, and you can see colors again. Very bright colors. Pretty colors. It, it's it's like the first how when you wake up, your your eyes have to adjust to being open again and everything's super bright and colorful. It's that for a second. Um and looking over at um what used to be a plane, um a large hole out of the side of it and uh, several bodies either just scattered or piles of ash being thrown away by the wind. Uh, Destiny, uh, a brand new patch of his hair completely gone and half of his jacket blown away uh, is hurried, hurriedly talking to, though you, you still have tinnitus ringing in your ears, um, to the two individuals who stepped off the plane. Um, neither look necessarily worse for wear. Both of them look shaken um, and definitely um, their clothing has been singed and um, bits have been blown off so the Bruja looks basically no different. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Basically, the first thing Simon does as soon as like regains senses is in like in the group chat just bomb at plane. <laughs> just bomb emoji, explosion emoji, plane emoji. Probably. It's the fastest way to get that across. <laughs> bomb at symbol. Uh, the one thing you do notice is cat just face down. Diamond check that cat is still unalive. Like, make sure cat has not met her final death. So as you begin to approach, there is a uh, the sound of a sword being drawn as a crimson sword leaves its sheath and is pointed at you as you walk up. Hands up. I'm with the security team. I was with Destiny's security. She will just stare at you for a moment and then sheath her sword. Would you like to tell me what happened? Or would you like me to fill in my own blanks? Because this seems like a blatant attack against us. Simon looks at Destiny before like with the expression of you know how I explain things. Do I start talking? I don't think this was a direct attack. I I would hope it is not. But unfortunately, our uh, numbers have been severely diminished. There will still be a, a car to take you to the meeting point. Uh... I have to make a phone call real quick. And he he takes a few steps away and you hear the um the Victorian dressed woman begin speaking in Spanish at the the other woman. And there is a bit of back and forth, uh, obvious tension between the two. Simon slowly starts to move to see which of the bodies are final death or not. So go ahead and give me intelligence and medicine. Difficulty seven. Medicina. That rarely used role here, except for Rahab. Medicine. Difficulty seven? Yep. I want to...
Can I? Would it be faster if I did this with aura perception? Just checking which of these yeah. bodies still has an aura. Yeah, you can do your aura if you would. If you would. Okay. Yeah. Difficult. Uh, Eight. Minus four. Five successes to start checking so, auras. Out of the 15 people who were here, seven have were caught in the explosion. Mm -hmm. um, some began moving. Um, of those seven that were directly caught in the um, blaze, and that is... Those were your approximate numbers. You can't really count because some of these people have ashed. Um, so it's not concerned with the ash ones. They're obviously dead. <laughs> there are four of the seven that have met final death. Simon stands back and waits for Destiny to finish his phone call and then informs him of which ones are dead, dead or not. I apologize, your graces, but uh, I am going to need to stay behind and do a little bit of investigation. And uh, uh, human control. Oh, yeah, where's airport security? On their way, trust me. Because uh, in about two to three minutes, this place is going to be swarming full of uh, feds. So I need all of you to get the fuck out of here. Uh, pardon my language, but there is a there's a nice car over there to take you to the designated meeting spot. It has been lovely to see you, and I'm going to go uh, talk to some humans. And Destiny will just start walking away. The two of them look around the group. And they lean over to each other and start talking in Spanish again. <laughs> Cat just sort of twitching on the ground. I should check that actually. Do we spend involuntarily to heal or I think so, but. Can Simon try to parse what they're saying in Spanish? You know Italian, correct? Simon started learning French. Okay. Wrong Romance language. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I all three of them are are very close. They are. Um, are Simon knows some Spanish words, but give me Give me intelligence and academics, difficulty eight. Nope. 
You, you have pinpointed it as Spanish. Beyond that, you've got nothing. Okay. Simon tries to see who's, which of these other people are stepping up that, like, the next highest person in charge after Destiny. Um, there's not really, like, any single person. They all just sort of start moving at the same time, and uh, there is one gentleman who, who goes to put a hand on the shoulder of one of these two individuals, um, and very quickly, there is a pile of ash. Yeah. As in a a whirlwind of movement faster than even your eyes can follow, a sword was drawn, shoved through and down this gentleman, and then back into its its sheath. Simon starts towards the scout car. Yep. And, uh... Yeah, I, them, Go ahead. Their eyes lock onto Simon, and then you you hear footsteps following you. Jeremy, you were going to... Oh, yes, I will eventually spend, a, spend my blood point to heal my incapacity level, and you just hear... The fuck? Simon, hearing the footsteps behind him, goes to the nice car and opens the door for them. The two of them will thank you and get into the back. And then you'll hear the kick of a few motorcycles and see a couple individuals just speed off like lightning. Is there a driver for that car? Yes. Okay. Like, Where the Simon is... expected to drive this thing? I, si- Simon could probably drive normally through New Orleans. I would not put that outside of his ability. Just nothing special. So, Cat. Yep. Um, yeah, there is. There is very much the hand goes on up on either side and just slowly pushes up from the ground. Um, Hamburger face. Yep. Uh, Cat does not look good. Most of her hair is gone. Parts of her face are gone. Her suit is... That is wrecked. Uh, There's no fixing that. Um, A tie... Some time and some blood will be fine. It's... It's one of those things of she was close enough. You're not sure whether all of that blood is hers or some might be the the bombers. Uh, so who so who exactly is around once I'm, I'm um up? by the time you sit up, Simon. Okay. So yeah. Just a, just a, a fucking ground meatness before it, after it gets poured into the, the, the sauce, before it gets poured onto the spaghetti. Looks up at Simon. The fuck? 
So is this Simon like standing beside the car or th- did the car take off? The, the car is taken off at this point. Okay. And it doesn't seem like there's any other vehicles waiting to leave. No. Okay. Well, there's a couple of motorcycles left. Um, Presumably from people whose riders are now Ash. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you, you're, they'll, they'll probably still be there tomorrow. Um, and I got keys to one of them. And they're about 30 feet that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, Simon goes and checks on Cat then. Holds out a hand, help me up. Asshole. L- helps. Oops, slowly, up. painfully, and I'll spend and spending blood here at least until I get to a danger point of 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 frenzy. So it's worth noting Simon is not careful. Yeah, like si- Simon's kind of careful, but does not know how like how to process like right how to help up and not actually cause pain. Nope. So probably Simon's probably not much help. Yeah. The shit is like putting itself back together <laughs> as as blood is being spent and shit. So we need to, since you're up, we need to hurry up and get out of here, as Destiny has told us to. Why? What? Like, I assume something really bad happened. An explosion happened. So feds are going to be showing up very oh, quickly. Check what's left of my pockets for keys. Um, so you pull out the key ring, and it used to be a key ring. Now it's just a combination of melted oh, plastic and metal. That's unfortunate. You know how to hotwire a motorcycle. I can certainly no, Never try. mind. You go do it. I will tell you how to do it. <laughs> I would, but holds up hands. Uh, her fingers are bent in several different ways. Some of them are missing. I'm going to need a minute. Can I if do... I heal too much, I might eat you. Intelligence technology? Yes. I will... Difficulty seven. And I have a specialty in machine repair. Would that Could that apply? Mm. Yeah, I'll allow it. Okay, five successes. So you go over, Cat starts shouting some instructions, and you yep. just take that wire, take that wire, strip them, and then hot wire it. You know how to hot wire. You've seen a movie, right? Now, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> just get it working. As I start looking around for like a, a helmet or something that's on the ground, like if there's been something like. Somebody had a helmet that was that. that kind of, okay. Complete Put it on the because, you know, face. Please tell me you can drive a motorcycle. I, I have seen how to. I have not done so myself. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I'm having list flashbacks. <laughs> I get on the front. I mean, to to uh, Simon's credit, his memory is probably good enough at having seen how to actually afford some insight. That's to be fair, true, Simon has four dots of dexterity. There is a drive. big difference between seeing somebody drive a motorcycle and driving a motorcycle. Yes. Um, 
Simon probably has the dexterity to do this. Fair. But not the muscle memory. But not the, yeah. yeah. I get on, hop on back, hold on, but not too tight. Stuff is still moving. Simon gets on and kind of hangs on to Cat, kind of hangs on to the bike itself. So as you rev the engine and you start to turn to head towards regular roads, you see Destiny um, just out of the corner of your eye picking through the wreckage. And holds up a single piece of metal roughly four inches long and he turns it to himself. You can't see the smile because I'm wearing a helmet, thank God. But there is one. And then we're moving out. Yep. We created inter-clan, inter-clan tension in the Camarilla. Simon survived direct interaction with the Justicars. I am taking it slow. As somebody who's barely held together onto the skeleton <laughs> shed. Oh my god. So everybody else know? I, Simon, kind of trying to be loud enough to be heard? Um, Comments, I did, I shot a text to the, I put into the group chat. Do we know if they're okay? I've not gotten any responses. Fuck. This has been like two minutes, so. Hey, it's hard to text and run, okay? I'm trying to avoid shit. Actually, Rahab's probably in the car. Um, just yeah, like Rahab probably seat. would have been able to. So I'd probably see the text and respond, um, with with one word. Please clarify. That's two words. That's two words. Two words. Fine. I was gonna say clarify, but then I realized that Rahab would would ask politely. I no, I just assume she forgot the space, and it's just one word. Please clarify. <laughs> also, possibly case there might be spelling errors, too. Um, Guire, like, riding behind a car, her phone on silent, feels it vibrate, pulls it out and looks at it, and then forwards the, literally the exact message over to, uh, her contact, who she's probably traded phone numbers with at this point. Hmm. Okay. Um, further up in your, it's, it's really neat, They're, they have basically formed a barrier around this car out of motorcycles yeah. with Tanya at the front. I've seen uh, the motorcade. Who pulls out her cell phone without looking out at the road, just puts it back, and then you see her reach up and press a Bluetooth in her ear. And you guys keep driving, and once you hit interstate, there's a little more maneuvering, but the formation is basically the same. Um, every time you guys are getting near medians, you're putting the majority of your force on the outside with the town car on the inside. 
And uh, Guire was writing on the town car, not just to, you know, have easy access to being close, but also to keep an eye on the Tremere in specific. Of note, this is in relation to nothing, nothing to this, but on the Mage 20 explosive chart, it has the stats for Nuke. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> one to 30 miles. Less power. Is to... Seriously? <laughs> Ironically, less powerful than several mages. <laughs> Seriously is my favorite stat ever in a world of darkness chart. Ironically, it's l- weaker than some vampires. I mean, tr- yes, because it took two to take down Ravnos. Yep. yep. One of which was detonated in the Umbra. If if none of you know the story of Zapathosaura, I highly recommend you look it up. It is terrifying. So, Mercy. Yes? As you are running uh, and just following along, You've gone through street after street after street, and it's been about a half-hour run. And you're not getting tired. You're definitely bored. Um, But you're not tired. And the site of the World War II memorial shows up in in your view. And... There's this immense feeling of we're right here. Something can go wrong. Anything can go wrong. We haven't crossed the finish line yet. And about another two or three minutes of running, the town car you're following pulls into a parking spot. Unaccosted. They park, they do not exit, and the members who have been following or running alongside just sort of hang around about 50 feet away from the car. I do the same. There's a good 20 minutes where it's just waiting. And then you hear the sound of several motorcycle engines as a literal convoy uh, shuttling a... You have seen vehicles that have gone through the bayou that weren't prepared for it. You know that look. Ah. As that also pulls up right beside the other town car. Roughly 10 minutes after that. Wire um, hops off the back of the town car, but does not stop being uh, imperceptible. Uh, 10 minutes after that, a limo pulls up with a much smaller cadre of motorcycle riders. Uh, the most notable thing, the coordinator destiny is not amongst them. Neither are your two friends. I feel like an important, an important question is where does Cat take us? Uh, if we know where to go, that's where that's where she's going. Mm-hmm. Um, 
probably show up a couple of minutes later. In a in an effort to you know blend in and remain nonchalant to any passerby, I'm you know checking my phone, uh, especially after I don't see Destiny or Simon or Cat. Uh, I mean, I don't see Guire either, but I'm not. You know, no offense, I'm not. Pretty, I'm pretty much not worried about Guire at this point. Um, <laughs> and um, I see the text. I see the emojis from uh, from Simon, and was the clarification ever sent? The no. Simon probably would have tried to type out en route on the back of the bike, but probably not very good at, t- at trying to text on the back. Uh, so, the like, I just imagine what we see is like we see the like we see the bomb at airport or bomb on plane text, and then like maybe a bunch of like indis- indiscernible. In it, it, it's it's been autocorrected to in rot. <laughs> I'm like, and I remember the feeling I just had. I'm like, this is it. Like, fucking fuck, fuck. Like, and then that's when we show up. I had a bad feeling about this. And about 30 seconds after you have begun writing eulogies for your uh, coterie members. A bike pulls up <laughs> Simon on the back. And uh, what you can, who you can assume is Cat. The the suit looks familiar, even if most of it's gone now. I probably would have spent uh, probably one more is safe. So I am now at wounded, and okay. not. So I look like a person at least now, just a badly injured one. And so if you take that helmet off, your face yep. is stitched itself. Yep. Cat um, K- does not hair, look. Hair is kind of back. And in a very relieved um, use of humor disguised as, you know, grief or grief disguised as humor, like, it's like, Damn cat, you fall off. I was at ground zero, apparently. Was it on your face? I should point out that I am extremely hungry right now. So maybe don't annoy me. She says half smirking. There's that dry tone to it that she's joking, but she's also not, but she's joking. Uh, Did she literally say hungry? I have to know. No, no. I'm like, say, if she said hungry, then I'd just like, no. Like, oh shit. I mean, brain scramble too. In fairness, like, her face, her her, 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 her throat is probably fucked up at the moment, so it might have come out sounding like that. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, if there's somebody that you don't like nearby, I wouldn't mind eating them. 
I mean, there's a guy like 50 yards back that was catcalling me as I was running by. Like, I can point him out to you. And the conversation is interrupted <laughs> by the sound of all three of the the townhouse or the uh, all three of the vehicles doors opening in unison. <laughs> As all of you see the five, the six um, members of the Justicars step out of their vehicles. Guire has ascended to the highest view that is nearby, presumably a small tree in the area. <laughs> it's, it's just just on top of one of the memorials. It's, it's the top of the, the Starbucks. Like it, 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 in my mind, it's you're invisible, and I, but there is like a small tree that is just the top of it is just bent randomly for no <laughs> like slightly bending <laughs> tree. That you don't realize. is going. Everybody's like, huh. I wonder where Guire is. <laughs> I, I imagine Guire is doing like the Snoopy vulture pose. <laughs> I, I should say at this point, Rahab has also joined you. Yeah, I'm assuming I arrived around the same same time. Hey, that, that's, um, that's the thing, though, is yeah, like true. Obfuscate is like, huh, that tree's sure bent. Uh-huh. The other question is... is how well does Obfuscate work if Simon can still hear your hear your footsteps? That's that's the th- that's the thing about Obfuscate is if you can, if I do anything that makes it detectable, making loud noises, for instance, yeah, uh, then there is a chance that the person can see through it. It breaks the illusion at that it, point. It, typically, typically, typically speaking, if there's like you're walking on something that makes noise like a like a hardwood floor with with hard mm-hmm. old shoes, the storyteller calls for a stealth check versus the opponents or, right. uh, of a difficulty of a certain rating depending on how loud the noise is. And like, notably any cameras in the area don't you don't see show a up woman on. up in a tree. <laughs> Actually, you don't show up on cameras. Ah, uh, you want to Bet? I'm pretty certain. One second. Since obfuscate clouds the mind of the viewer, vampires can't use it to hide their presence from electronic cameras or oh, is that, yeah, mechanical okay. devices. Yes. Now, if somebody is watching that currently, yes, if someone is watching the camera, they won't they won't register that I'm there. But, but just, in late, but later in footage, yes, in footage you do show up. But yes. I mean, like a person that a person that's climbed a tree and. New Orleans is like the least. There's a lot more interesting things going on right here, right now. Exactly. Like, oh, okay, somebody climbed a tree. Yeah, whatever. Also, also presumably, the they picked this parking spot because there aren't cameras. There's always, or they control the cameras. Yeah, that too. Anyway, but yeah, like a. Uh, to quote, the difficulty of the role depends on the situation. Stepping on a squeaky floorboard might be a five, while walking through a pool of water might require a nine. Basically, depending on how obvious the disturbance of my act yep. is, the higher the difficulty of the stealth roll to prevent people from noticing. Yep. Doors are opening. So, outstep the six members of the Justicars, and even above all of this, a noise comes from the memorial. Uh, 
clacking of shoes. As Simone walks out in a floor length and several feet behind her white dress with a slit up to her hip, her hair done in a Victorian curl, a saber hanging from her her hip. And she descends the staircase and walks to the six Justicars. Greetings and welcome to Lawrence. My name is Simone, Prince. Any no introductions for all of you? Please, this way. As she begins leading the six into the memorial, and as they cross the boundary, uh, the security team begins surrounding the building. Um, in this instance, Guire is Simone's shadow. Okay. As she will be basically silent and disappearing behind her to keep to make sure that nothing happens to Simone in this situation. I'm guessing we're not allowed inside, but we are allowed to stay outside. Why are you feeling gun pressed to the back of your head? Who's holding it? <clears throat> um, a tall for a woman uh, individual, brown hair braided, a very nice business suit on. This is the venture, I'm assuming. Uh, Toriador. Toriador. Yeah. We'll give you five seconds to tell me who you are and why you're here. Most folk call me the devil of New Orleans. I'm here to make sure none of you kill each other. Give me... Give me charisma and expression difficulty seven. Can I add my dots of fame? You can. And or status. Mm, you got to pick one. I'll take status. Status is better than fame right now. Charisma and what? Expression? Uh, expression, yes. And I put a willpower into this. Yes. Charisma, expression, diff what? Uh, eight. eight. Seven, eight. Okay, cool. Two dice extra. Four successes. And you have noticed that the rest of the Justicars have stopped and are, are watching this. And she just releases the hammer and reholsters her gun. 
Simone, you didn't tell me that you had a... pet. She will say as she starts walking further in. And Guire locks eyes with Simone in the I am currently a status symbol for you right now sort of expression. Guire has been a, a helpful servant for a long time. Though she comes and goes as she pleases. You hear a slight scoff from another one of the, the Jesticars. Guire just smirks a little bit. The fangs glint slightly. I'd be happy to regale you with stories if any of you require them in the time that passes, but I'm mostly here for security. The rest of the walk is silent. As you come to a small meeting room, where all of, where Simone opens the door and allows them in and then shuts the door. Why are sort of stay next to Simone the entire time? Now we just have to hope that things go well. How much observation do you have? On the building or is them inside? None. Because we're still fairly certain that one of them is a turncoat. That uh, could potentially be a problem. We have to hope that they can set aside their differences and go about this talk the way that they're supposed to. And and as Simone goes to start her sentence, the door opens. Uh, the a younger look, looking uh, member, uh, chestnut brown hair, uh, wavy in a attempt at a business suit. Um. All right. Uh, can I have? Oh, who gives a fuck? Both of you in here. Squire looks at Simone, raises an eyebrow. She will also raise an eyebrow. Come on. She nods, follows after. Um, the immediate thing you notice is that the the teenager with massively curly red hair 
uh, seems to have been replaced by a hunched over individual whose arms are a little bit longer than they should be, bent at angles that aren't right. Fingernails in sharp points. Two scrawled cauliflower ears, pure white skin, and unlike Nosferatu, who just don't have the nose, she has a bit left that has come to a slight point. Mm -hmm. Strands of orange hair are still attached to her head in clumps. And she's no longer wearing the t-shirt and jeans, but a fairly, you would say, ancient and disheveled, um, used-to-be-white dress. Her her eye is a bright gold. As the younger of the youngest of them sits back down at the table. She holds two hands out for the two of you to sit. Uh, are there two seats or is there one? There's one. So yeah, Guire will stand behind uh, Simone's seat. And we can't let you be privy to everything. But what we can do is we can, and this is coming from the Nosferatu. Uh, we can't we can't let you know everything, but what we can tell you is that uh, we have heard of what's going on in New Orleans. The struggle here wasn't hidden very well. It wouldn't be, considering the scale of it. And I believe that is why we are Deciding to give you all a pass this time. There were probably a hundred masquerade breaches that happened in the past week, but you prevented you prevented Gehenna. So for that, we're going to have to allow what's going on here to pass. Simone, I don't know exactly what you've done with these five whelps that you found, but you picked good ones. I don't know if you know exactly how important your actions were, miss. But there's potential that you ended the apocalypse. Was that directed at Guire or? Yes. I did my job and killed who I was told to. It doesn't matter how big the target is. So I just wanted to tell you, tell the two of you that. Uh, I wanted to pass that information along. So there's no need for the two of you to worry anymore. And you can tell your coterie that. With all due respect, we're going to be worried until everything is done and over with and our city is still standing. That's fair. Uh, which sort of brings us to the next point. 
I think the two you might need to leave now. And this is the only gentleman in the group speaks up. No, they can they can stay. This is this is important and who's the gentleman? The Tremere. Guire's eyes. You poor of, motherfucker. Guire's eyes sort of slide to the side, lock with lock on the Tremere, look down to Simone, and look back up. No, no expression on her face or even, or even motion of her head, just her eyes moving. Tonight is very important, not only for the usual 13-year meeting, but uh, well, hmm, what's the polite way to put this? And you will see the woman in the Victorian coat just slam her fist down. Cartwright. Just say it. Just don't do your cryptic bullshit. I have been set on fire and exploded tonight. I do not want would you say that Cartwright is the most red of the six? Yeah. It... Guire's hands sort of tense a little bit, and like the... She's had them both behind her back the entire time in sort of a, a, a motion of, like, salute. Or like attention, uh, the one that is on the top sort of slides back into her sleeve for a second as it, as it grabs the hilt of a dagger. Sorry, sending a little message to everybody. Um, he will he will just sort of stretch to his full height. He was slouching. Lucinda, I, I, I trust, I trust you and all of your expertise. And I know you've been around way longer than I have. Yes, which is why you should shut the fuck up and just say what needs to be said. Okay. Fair enough, but uh, hopefully the consequences are yours, not mine. And he'll just lean forward on his elbows and look over at the Nosferatu. So, Molly, do you want to explain to the rest of them exactly 
how many hands you had in the attack on Venice? Guire, give me wits and empathy difficulty eight. Nope. Uh, if I was if that was seven, it would be zero, but those ones are in the way. I and I'm sorry, I don't have the foggiest. Um and unfortunately, if you remember correctly, I was grievously wounded in that. And there again is another slam on the table, this time from Ian, as he slams both of his, his hands down and stands at his height full height. You will not lie to this group. I know for a fact that not only were you part of the planning in getting us out of Venice, but I know for a fucking fact that you had something to do with whatever happened to Lucinda and God damn it, what's her name? Manuela. Manuela. Thank you. You see the the young one at the table just sort of lean around Lucinda to look at um, Molly. She's lying. She's lying a lot. Oh, this isn't good for you, Molly. It's not good for any of us. Nurse Roger just sort of stands up, pushes her chair back. I don't have to stand for this. If I wanted to be called a liar and a cheat, I would stay at home. Guire will, in the middle of this tension building, out loud to audible to everyone recite the prophecy that had been given by Sybil. As you say it, the young lady stiffens. I told you that prophecy. The Oracle of Delphi. Right before I killed her. I'll get back to that at a different point. And she stands up and... At this point, all six of them are standing. Molly, you can either tell us what's going on or we can have you replaced. Either you you tell us and you get to walk out of the room or you don't tell us and I use your ash and a beautiful tattoo. 
you see the Nosferatu just sort of stomp her foot and that image of the redhead pops back up over her like a mask. I don't have to take this. I can, I, if I wanted to, we, we heard you, Molly. We heard you. But if Juliet and the fucking Oracle of Delphi are going to tell us that you're here and you're betraying us, I'm sorry, but you're not walking out of this room. You know too much. Right, Molly's the redhead of the group. Is he, she the only one with red hair? Yeah. Yeah. But Molly is the Nosferatu. Yeah. Austin, you're muted. I thought you mentioned one of the guys had red hair. Maybe I'm misremembering. Uh, I- Ian has red hair and Molly has red hair. Yeah. Cartwright has the most red outfit, if I'm recalling correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you see the wheels turning in her head. Okay, look, I have a reasonable explanation for everything. I can I can give you I can tell you anything you want to know, but I I did not plan for and before she gets the sentence out, she is coughing up blood as that red sword is plunge through her chest and pushing her back into the wall. You know, you would you would think that they would enjoy getting rid of traitors after so long, but uh, not so much. I Oh, Molly, Molly, Molly. You knew my position. And you still wanted to fuck this over. And you see her eyes flash. And Molly's body stiffen. And she removes her sword, flicks it to get the blood on t- off of it onto the, the floor. She is it. Simply walks over to Molly. Do I have permission of the other four? You see Molly tensing against whatever is holding her with every fiber of her being. And you hear four eyes. Lucinda redraws that sword and in one quick motion lobs the head off of Molly McKee. Who ashes instantly. 
Simone Guire. We appreciate your accompaniment, um, but now we will be asking you to leave. Also, Juliet, do you think we should? No, I want them to keep the memory. It's good incentive. Guire smirks a bit. Oh, I do say, I, with the explosion, I don't know if I would necessarily want to come back in 13 years. We'll see if your uh, security is updated by then. So now, the two of you, please leave. Guire stands to the side and waits for uh, for uh, Simone. She stands, bows to the point her nose touches the table, and straightens and leaves. And uh, so, uh, as Guire is following her out, her hands behind her back, still she very dramatically to the visible eyes of any of the of the Jesticars who are more observant, probably, slides the knife back into her sleeve. As the door is closing, you just hear, I like her. And you rejoin the rest of the group outside. It has been a tense 30 minutes. But Simone walks to the the four of you. And then just sort of motions for Guire to step around to, to stand with the rest of you. You will do so. The five of you were instrumental in making sure that this went off without the hitch. So... For the next six months, you have rights to feed anywhere in the city. You have the right to one child. Please run by me first. And go have a normal night. If you don't mind, there's still work for me to do here until they're gone. I'll be hanging around. You can feel free to remain on security. But after tonight, you are off assignment, all of you. Thank you. New Orleans is truly in your debt. Thank you, my friends. Happy to help. And she will be walking over as Destiny has pulled over, has pulled in. About five o'clock in the morning, the five remaining Justicars exit. 
and that is the that is a thing that is noticeable to all of you who stayed <laughs> is that they are missing one redhead and they simply walk to their cars look around to the entire group give a slight nod and get in and drive off into the sun the sunrise figuratively i wait till they they're gone before i go to check and see if there's any ashes left <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, give me, give me a perception alertness difficulty eight. Okay, this is gonna go great with my still <laughs> your wound penalties. Oh, I could use a lab. Did Simon have also chatted with Destiny about? Nope. Oh well. Yeah. Anybody who wants yeah. to. Go get a. So as Simone, as you all walk up after Simone, uh, I would say probably about five pounds of C four and a pretty damn good detonator. Um, Any leads? He will reach into his pocket and pull out a small cylindrical metal metal object, and then he will toss it to you. Catch I do it. know um, spirits touch. Don't catch it. <laughs> then, as you're saying that, it's like, um. Actually, hold on. I may have something very similar to that. I don't remember if I do. Uh... Do, 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 do. Cause I think I have a ritual that's similar. Nope, never mind. Yeah, I don't catch it. Ding ding ding. Simon walks over and picks it up. Yeah. Let's see, what do I need? Perception empathy. Determined by the age of the impressions and the mental and spiritual strength of the person or event that left them. Seven. Perception, empathy, seven. Minus auspects. Three. I don't know if that one gets reduced by auspects in general because it's not using your senses so much. Um. Yeah, I believe auspics is just for physical senses. Otherwise, you would be able to use your auspex rating to reduce your role on all auspex, auspex disciplines. Fair. And then it just becomes like exponentially broken. Fair. What are difficulties at that point? Yeah. Right. That was the point. What are difficulties? <laughs> But you might have a specialty in there, so. Yeah. Do I have a perception specialty that might apply? What is 
No, I only, have only the three. Yeah, not so yeah. much. So you're not really getting anything off of it. Do we know what that is? Well, I don't know exactly what the device is or what it used to be part of, but if you look down at the bottom, I think you might know exactly who that belongs to. Simon, Simon takes a look at the bottom. Uh, it is a very filigreed engraved A and W. Are you fucking kidding me? The man's stupid, but he's not that fucking stupid. That's way too obvious. It can I do, like, intelligence occult role to try to determine what it is? Yeah. What difficulty itself is? Difficulty seven. I'm sorry, you're going to have to catch me up to speed. Alexander. I'm... Also, I would dispute the notion that he's not that stupid. Good successes for that one. I would dispute on the notion that I don't think he has a death wish. Uh, Simon, one end looks like it can be screwed into something. Um, so obviously this is part of a larger object. Um, but based on like the general design, uh, if you had to fill in the rest of it, it's some type of like religious or ceremonious stick is what you would basically call it. Um, some type of wand. Diamond comments that out loud. It's like, it looks like it's probably part of like a wand or like religious item, but it's only part of it. Like it's, it has threading to be attached to more. Why the fuck would he have his own like presumably important objects on a suicide bomber? Um, and why, why it would seems it like an obvious it? plant by somebody who is being a little heavy-handed. Perhaps. Does Should Alexander have Alex? any major enemies? Does Alexander use wands? He's a Tremere. He uses wands. And Does he have he, enemies? I don't know. Would the person who actively conspired it? with the Sabbat to overthrow the city, have enemies? Let's clarify. Does he have enemies who would also like to bomb the Justicars? That's a better question. Because presumably, actually, I don't know. Um, I suppose there are those in the, um, <laughs> the group. What's the group called? Sabat? No, no, the other group, the group the Sabbat doesn't like. The group we're in. The group yes, you're that group. In? Yes. Well, actually, I think I'm in. Uh, Didn't you tell me I'm not in it? Because I'm a Titif? You're not part of the clans, but you are technically under the Camarilla. You are part of the Camarilla. You are not. Okay. I'm not cool. explaining your politics to you. Uh, that's um, fine. I wouldn't remember So we can get out of here before sunrise. Anyway. What I'm saying is, if somebody in the Camarilla has a position to gain by bombing the Justicars and has a grudge against Alexander, I suppose that could work for both, right? That's how things work around here, from what I understand? You know what? Honestly, who the hell knows anymore? 
Can we just? What if we just ask Alexander? Um. <laughs> he's a bad liar. I can also just tell when he's lying, regardless. Yeah, you were going to say something. I was gonna. You know what? This is what I'm going to call a destiny and Simone problem. Not a me problem, because I don't care what happens to the disgraced thrown out of his thrown out of any standing within the camera electromere. Also, every cell in my body still hurts. And if I heal anymore, I'm going to try to eat you all. So um here, uh, let me get, and she'll go over and pull out a giant um, thermos. Here you go. That I was going to give it to Guire. That is disgusting. I'm what? not saying I'm not going to use it, but that's disgusting. That's There's disgusting, and thank you. Yes. There's something about beggars and choosers, cat. It's four pints of blood. Oh, I could choose. Oh, I'm sure you could. You're uh, choosing to be an asshole. All right, all right. You four have done. You five have done enough. This is not. This is not my problem. That's exactly. Actually, Cat. So you know, I'm. I always like calling you an asshole, but I do agree with you. We've done a lot. We've done more than our fair share. And I'm being quite selfish here, as in this is for somebody else to take up because I I can't. I kind of want to just confront Alex about it, just because it's fun to watch him squirm. I mean, you do you, you you know, you get your kicks, but I I I I. All of you that are either injured and or fed up, go fucking rest. I I have so much like you're right. It's really obvious and and and, and clear. On the other hand, it's so obvious and clear that it's a bad plant. Like I don't care if he's dust this if he's dust by the next sunrise or if he's the fucking prince of this city not my concern this is camarilla business so bye right you're not part of the camarilla no oh i but you're not part of the sabat either no Oh, dear God. Wait a second. Cat, cat, if you're cat. not part of either group, would would somebody who's not part of either group want to do something like this to set them against each other? No. Oh. Well, yes. Somebody might. Huh. Somebody who doesn't have their face half blown off. Anarchs. Anarchs could have absolutely been involved in this. Um, we will get to the bottom of that. Destiny uh, said, "Lucking the device from Simon's hand." Look, does anybody need a ride? 
Yes. I got my own. How about the lot of you go fucking sleep? And what are you going to do? My job. You don't Which one? one anymore. You think this is the only job I do? I know it's not the only job you do. That's why I said which one. The one where I find things out and kill people that I'm paid to kill. Oh, that one. Your bread and butter. Okay. Yeah. As uh, When Destiny takes the piece, Simon comments, can I come along? I want to see him squirm. <laughs> sure, but I'll have to wait till tomorrow. Simon, you need a ride? No, my shop's like six blocks over. Okay. I, I mean, Cat, if you want it, the, the casket's yours. I don't. No, I'm driving in the front seat <laughs> because I'm a normal person. I'm not going to comment on that, and I'm going to go back, and um, I'm glad we've solved this problem, uh, but it, I have got a new, much longer-term, I don't want to call her a problem, but... Project? No, that sounds bad, too. Yeah. Commitment. No! Are you saying that you're, you're not responsible for. for her feeding, care, training? You have... You have a pet. I prefer to think of her more like a little sister who really needs help. Call it a responsibility, and then. Thank you. Yes, that works. I have... I'm a nurse. I help people. And I have someone who needs a lot of that. I may want to get together with, I look at Simon and then look at Destiny, a Malkavian who could do a good job of subtly explaining how Malkavians work. I barely, it, can I join that too? I'm not well acquainted with the clan. Get a pamphlet, it'll explain it. All right, cat in the hearse. Come on. I pity every single one of the bloodlines that spawned you all for being so incompetent to have not taught you a fucking thing. Simon was turned by a, by a Malkavian, but was raised by a Bruja. What the? F this is why we're glad we're not part of the. Listen, Camarilla. Giovanni, get in the car. God. So as, our respect as she's getting into the car. I wonder what clan the person who turned me was. Get in the car, cat. I'm already I said I was getting in the car. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'm gonna go find my moped. Isn't that still over by the causeway? <laughs> Probably. I'm gonna start to go over there like can I hitch a ride to the causeway? Yes, you may. Just Thank do me you. a favor. No more questions right now. Fair. I say it, but I, I get in the car. 
uh, as Squire sort of hangs back as everyone else walks away or drives away, in the case of three of them. Uh, she looks over to Destiny. You know where to find me when you need help with that. Your phone call away. Mm-hmm. I have a child to teach. Good luck with that. Oh, I think he'll do just fine. And she will vanish alongside Azra and uh, go make her way back. Shall we? Yeah, let's get out of here. Stun's going to come up soon. So as you drive off, there's a bit of a time skip for everyone. Mercy. Yes. In the coming months, your business has flourished. Um, With everything that's gone on in New Orleans and it becoming sort of a hot ticket item to show up to, weirdly enough, if you add danger to things, people will show up to look at it. It's just the way tourism works. Along with that, uh, the two novels that you've currently written and have one currently published and one at the editor, uh, a third manuscript being written, The Tales of the Angel of Mercy, a historical uh, fiction series about an assassin from, from the Civil War. Um, currently, book number one is at the top of the New York Times bestseller list. And over the coming months, you have learned what it means to take on your role. You have you have disciplined members of your clan. You have promoted members. You have had members left for the sun. It is grueling work, and sometimes it is not for the better. But you have learned your position, and you have clawed your way out of this reputation you had as not just another vampire, but originally somebody who might not have stood out. Guire. In the coming months, you teach your new child everything he needs to know. Well, that you can teach in six months. You and Azra and Charlotte have made a nice life together. Um, Taking turns, the two of you, teaching your new charge how exactly to handle his new abilities. And your other partner slipping you assignments from the prince every now and then. Or at least giving you the heads up about gossip that's going on currently. Charlotte, in her days of recovery, has grown not necessarily distant but she has developed a pensive side. Um, Which the three of you work through. 
And it's been enriching. Your business as the local, uh, you know, witch woman of the swamp has also flourished. And you've done a number of assassinations and other things from both kindred and kind. Cat. Mm-hmm. Returning to your home, you have a, I assume, a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. There is that nagging in the back of your head about maybe this could have gone better or there's this there's this thought that not necessarily you did wrong but you're not certain where things lie right now right (laughs) it was a major show of loyalty to the Camarilla doing most of what you've done but you tried to stay in the lines you tried to color color the right pictures you did everything you can do or could do and you did receive a great amount of praise from your higher-ups in making sure that the Camarilla did not implode. But aren't too stable. Yeah. And there are still sidelong looks at you from different members of your clan when you encounter them. And there's just always that in the back of your mind just like I got it done but what cost at this point yep Simon after hiring another individual to run your shop who eventually learns of your your secret um more retainers yes you you end up with more retainers and your business starts booming um After presenting the coat to the prince and her enjoying it and wearing it about once a week at this point, um, she has forwarded your name to a number of fashion um, groups. Uh, You were unaware that Simone was so popular on Instagram and Twitter and uh, granted, it's a fake name and it's you know, the pictures are doctored, but she's got a massive following and the picture of her in your your suit jacket alone garnered almost a million views. Fantastic. So you have not only had to hire an additional worker in the, the six months that it has been since this time skip, you've had to hire three new individuals to also help with the online ordering. Um, as people from around the country are attempting to get a hold of your clothing. And every now and then, Destiny will check in on you. And he has actually set up um, 
with you and Anya a basically Malkavian tutor to teach you guys the ropes and help you learn exactly what it means to be part of your clan. Speaking of Anya, we segue to Rahab. It is night and day where Anya has come from and where she has ended up with your guidance. And not only that, but the assistance of a rather good night therapist and um, a few other members of Clan Malkavian walking her through the ropes. She will never be normal as you've been explained. But she seems to have more up days than down. And you've found that the volume on your TV has been at a reasonable volume more often than not. The After returning to work at the hospital, um, you have divided your time between helping people and helping Anya. And it's been a rather fulfilling experience. Um, Occasionally there are people who find out that you are very religious and they, you know, you send a few more on their pilgrimage or their start their journey. Um, of at least, if not Christian discovery, um, a religious discovery. Bring some humanity. Yeah. And it's roughly about six months of all of you going about your lives dealing with the random court politics that pop up that really don't concern you, but you need to show up anyway. And then one day there is a text message that goes out to all five of you in a group. I'm going to need your help again. And that is where we will end the season. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining me on my first game with Final Show Films. I hope you had as much fun with it as I did. Yay! Uh, Say goodbye, everybody. We'll see you all in the future. See you Uh, next time. We should be seeing you in a couple weeks for Changeling. Yes, Shani? Uh yeah, uh get ready for these for these chuckle fucks to uh experience the raw madness that is changeling run as run by me. Uh we'll be back in two, three, maybe four weeks, uh, depending on how long it takes everyone to get characters set up and get everything organized. Austin will probably be joining us late, like he did this, like he did at the beginning of this campaign. Um, but the uh I'm excited for nope. uh yeah. Our changes. <laughs> All right. Say goodbye, everybody. See you Bye. later. Bye. 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 Yeah.